1: You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the
2: action. Well, good morning and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber with Jim Cramer, and we are live from the New York Stock Exchange. Carl has this morning off. Let's give you a look at futures as we get ready to begin trading one half hour from now. And you can see we're set up for a slightly... well. of a mixed bag, slightly higher open, perhaps. Uh, Let's get uh, to our roadmap this morning. It does start with that record run for stocks, the S&P nearing its best year since 1997. And Wall Street is poised for a higher open. You saw it there, a bit at least, on the heels of the historic impeachment of President Trump. George Secretary Mnuchin is going to join us exclusively in the next hour. We're going to discuss the president's post-impeachment economic agenda, essentially the economic agenda really between now and the election uh, next year. Of course, the House readying that vote on the USMCA, an important trade agreement. Plus, chips are continuing to outperform. Micron shares are rallying after an earnings beat. The CEO will join us in the Squawk Alley. And IAC is spinning off online dating service Match Group all of it to its shareholders. Shares are climbing ahead of the bell. We'll look into that interesting Diller transaction. Though no, we begin today, of course, with the markets, one day after the impeachment of the president. It was an interesting evening. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, David, uh, this is the beginning of, the, of an underperformance period if we find, uh, if we analogize to Clinton the only difference is, is that there were Democrats who joined Republicans uh, in the impeachment process because they felt it was a cut-and-dried violation of the lying
2: about the sex act. It was one, se- one count of perjury right. about lying about the yeah. sex uh, act. Yeah. You know,
1: so there was a little more suspense than there is now. Uh, it wasn't viewed as a campaign event, so to speak, but it was a second term. But I would just be just saying that history says uh, 2 to 3% pullback year.
2: All right, let's 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 talk more markets, because as we made clear yesterday, the markets don't seem to be no. focused at all on no. the impeachment. There are a lot of other things, of course, markets are focused on. We discuss them, right. whether it's trade. Uh, we do have the vote on the USMCA. That was a positive, certainly seen as a positive by the markets. Phase one of the China deal, very positive, which we will talk to Secretary Mnuchin about, potentially a significant positive. Uh, and we're kind of getting some bits and pieces of earnings. You've also talked about... I don't want to call it a turn in Europe, but at least some green shoots, I guess.
1: Yeah, and look, don't forget, as um, Fred Smith said, uh, you have ricochet bullets from China during the trade war, obviously, so therefore you can reverse a little bit of that. Uh, It's funny, we always want to see autos do well. They're doing okay. They're having some trouble making uh, uh, electric vehicles there. Well, you know who that benefits going to make it to Tesla goes to the fabled $420 price target that Elon Musk had, uh, 420 being, of course, the uh, 420 was the code call yes. for uh, marijuana, marijuana right? yeah. C- catching people smoking marijuana in progress in California.
2: Uh, you know what? Thank you. I honestly didn't really know what no, the 420 just, derived from. Now I get it. It's a 420. Okay, I am a fount of information. You would have you, thought that I would have known that because I knew the number had significance, but I didn't really know where it, der- it derived from. A police call yes. saying somebody's. Well, Elon about. Musk is a, you know sui generis. That right. stock is kind of goes
1: up every day because it's a momentum stock.
2: Well, it's up 18 percent for the year, of course, after it having been down. Significantly. So David, the rally has Tesla. The two stocks that, that people have come from the lows, moral. you see it there back in June. Tesla and Netflix. Suddenly everyone's
1: saying 2020 is going to be a big year. The numbers people are using for Tesla, actual numbers, profits, is starting to really freak out the bears. And the Netflix, a lot of people are freaked out because of Disney Plus. One after another of these analysts comes out and say that Netflix is having just a barn burner, a
2: lot of foreign stuff. And you got to go to other countries to see how powerful Netflix is. Well, that's a good point, and they did give us a lot more transparency in terms of Wasn't the far numbers a couple days ago in that filing to give you a census of the growth, and obviously we know how important it is. There is still an argument to be made, though, that their ability to actually keep domestic subs is going to be challenged to a certain extent by Disney+, Plus, and that you're going to start to see higher churn. Yeah, but Terry Heath today, whom I really like, he says, no,
1: don't worry about it. And then there's a piece of research out by Pivotal talking about the wall of worry and heavy short interest, and remain bulls. David, when you get the uh, email, usually around 7 o'clock, about what's playing on Netflix tonight, do you click and watch? Uh,
2: I don't get the email. I didn't know there was an email. Who's that sent by? Reed. By Netflix. Oh, no. What do I'm you not think a, Disney no. played? Bob I'm, Iger sends it to Well, Bob Iger is better at communicating than Reed Hastings, at least with me.
1: But, but they tell you what to watch, and I always they know me so well.
2: Yeah. I don't get the email. Jason Gerwitz says that foul is coming. Really? Yeah. Another Fowl season of Fowl. Yeah, Jason yeah. being the most... We're the working most our way slowly fashion. through the crown. The crown, another season. The know, crown? new season of the yeah, crown. Yeah, Wolf had that. He had the early. Haven't gotten yeah, she, Amazon yeah, yeah, to Amazon yet to watch it. Mrs. Maisel, which I want to do, of course. I hear the new Everyone season. Raves. season Everyone raves. I love that first two seasons. But David... Back, Ma- to, back to... Micron is yeah. the story. Yes. I want to get back to stocks, and we do want to talk about Micron. It's Sanjay. Sanjay Marotra. He sat right there, David.
1: He sat right there and he called the bottom. A lot of people were saying this conference call is the bottom. He called it. Mid-40s. He sat right there. He sat in David Abney's chair.
2: Being the CEO of UPS. 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 Well, let's, you know what? Let's listen to him. and uh, What he had to say, of course, CEO of Micron.
1: So he bought 80 million shares. Uh, there is still a huge amount of firepower in your buyback. That's only $2.7 billion. You have a lot of cash. Stock at 45 46 Go to your board. Go to your treasurer. Go to your CFO and say, let's go back in. Because I understand that you did not buy stock when it went to the high 40s, low 50s. This is your sweet spot. And you're going to put money to work after this interview.
2: Um, I don't understand. That was just that was you just talking. It's kind of strange. That was, that was really, really odd. Thinking more, Wait. it would be Sanjay, what? What was that? Okay, so uh, okay. let me give you the Do you want to actually tell us what he had to say? Yes. He after was- we listen to your question, <laughs> who cut <got> that? <laughs> okay. All right, Jim. Okay. What he said was
1: that this was indeed that he would put money to work, but it didn't. He had put almost no money to work. Why? Because it never went well. It never really went below that. And last night on the call it was pretty seminal. He said he actually literally said fiscal second quarter. This is the quarter just ended was the first. We'll mark the bottom. Now, we heard that, by the way, from Alan Graff at FedEx the other day, CFO. No, Graf was probably wrong. Although I was wrong about Rite Aid. I thought Rite Aid were a big quarter. I, got, I, have, I have, like, you know, sunny side ups on my face from that. But, uh, yeah, he did. Sanjay really did say that that was going to be the bottom. And it is. Uh, DRAM prices are okay. So just the deceleration. Remember, they make DRAM. What well, can I, hands. you
2: know, beyond Micron, which I. Well, Micron also got a Huawei exemption. What can I look through from Micron to sort of get a better through, sense into uh, what else? SkyWorks Solutions, okay.
1: Uh, Cuervo, Jose Quero. Cor- I mean, uh, sorry, Corvo. Corvo. Uh, yep. That was supposed to be funny. Both, of course,
2: large uh, customers of, the, of Apple's or Apple's a large customers. Yeah, customer NXPI. Of
1: I'll go through a look through Texas Instruments, and because of what happened with Huawei, are they were able to ship? Then you have to buy Marvell Technologies. Right. Uh, so it, not Marvell the. the Fox to Disney. No, no, no. The chip- but Marvell Technologies, yes, of because course. I think they get, to, they get get. Huawei was a major customer. And we doubt we see a lot of, David, we see a lot of uh, kind of lovey-dovey stuff between the United States and China. And don't forget, Secretary, former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger has been shuttling back and forth, quietly. You'll be able to ask Mnuchin about this. And he says that she would rather deal with Trump than any of the Democrats. Mostly because the Democrats care a lot about human rights. Not the Trump
2: doesn't care. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of politics and uh, the Democrats and Republicans, let's get uh, down to Elon Moy in uh, Washington, of course, for the day after uh, the impeachment of the president. Good morning, Elon.
3: Good morning, David. Well, we are waiting for Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to take to the floor in just about half an hour, I am told that he would call the process of impeachment in the House the most rushed, the least thorough, and the most unfair impeachment inquiry in modern history. Now, Republicans and Democrats have already begun sparring over what a Senate trial would look like. Minority Leader Chuck Schumer is demanding that senators be able to hear from witnesses, including Acting White House Chief of Staff. Mick McConnell has dismissed that idea, and today he will call Schumer's uh, request just trying to fix House Democrats' failure for them. Remember, Mulvaney did not testify in the House. There has also been some question over when exactly the Senate would receive those articles of impeachment from the House. Last night after the votes, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi would not commit to a timeline for sending them over until she had more clarity on the rules for a trial in the Senate.
2: This is what I don't consider a
1: fair trial, that Leader McConnell has stated that he's not an impartial juror, uh, that he's going to take his cues, in quotes, from the White House, and he is working in total coordination with the White House counsel's
4: office.
3: Now, this morning, McConnell will say that this is just a sign that Democrats may be too afraid to move forward. David, we have learned that Pelosi and Schumer are expecting to meet later on this morning to discuss their next steps.
2: Okay. Uh, and we will be uh, listening for your updates, Elon. Thank you, Elon Moy. Can I give you a conspiracy theory? Uh, I prefer you didn't, Speaker. Okay, I'm
1: going to you one. Anyway. Speaker Pelosi del- delays this. Remember, they're just talking about delay, yes, which has would been make the theory senators theory. available to campaign for president have to sit there all day for trial. She is not a friend of Elizabeth Warren. There's my. That there's
2: is, it's, there's a, it's a bit of a conspiracy. Black not the theory. worst one I've ever heard, at least. Well, at least
1: you. right. I think yeah, That's i standing with faint praise. Yeah. David, what we should do is go into IAC.
2: I would like to actually. It is a corporate story this morning, and we have got a few of them. Uh, talked about Micron earnings, but IAC uh, announced its plans to separate the dating service operator Match Group entirely from the company. Now, IAC currently holds a controlling stake in the parent, of course, of uh, apps like Tinder. The transaction is expected to be a tax-free spin. The two companies anticipate completion in the second quarter of 2020, Jim. What's interesting is here is that uh, Barry Diller, who, by the way, you know, I think sometimes may not get enough credit for all the value he's created through all the different spins and various things that he has done. Uh, And here's another example of that. But what's interesting is here, it's the first time I can remember where they've completely let something go. In other words, there's not going to be any ownership by IAC of Match. Now, Diller himself will own 6%. But I think what's important to note here is that Match will become a one-vote, one-share company. All right. So it's governance changes. And what will that allow for? Index holdings to own it. Oh, indexers to own it. Oh, because and that could conceivably create some buying power. Um, You can get indexed. The other question is, could it get bought? In other words, again, no control whatsoever of IAC. Would it be become potentially an acquisition target? Now, it's hard to imagine whether Facebook will ever be allowed to do another deal.
1: I was going to say that if I were,
2: maybe there's fear of Facebook. F-O-F. But, but at the same time, you could also imagine a world in which they'd be interested in at least taking a look, as might others. So a you know couple Joey? of things here to note. The CEO? Yeah. He is one smart guy. Pal Joey? Yeah, Pal Joey. Pal Joey
1: lives down the block from him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My, my wife says he's a good guy, too. Yeah, that's a nice guy. Um, so we'll keep an eye Match on both those Match is good, shares. David. Match has great numbers. The, the uh, reservation, yes, has been Facebook. Uh, Facebook can't do the you know offer it and it's really good i want to go back to they barry are also diller by thing. the
2: way it's what a three dollar dividend as well that they're that they're going to be Wh- sending to ic shareholders. why does barry diller get not why does he get so little credit do you really think he gets so little credit i'm not sure i would say that we treat him as though he's a sage he is don't a we? sage he's a great sage
1: you know who else is a sage He's
2: building that island right off uh you know Diller's island that incredible pier that he's creating have you seen it David, you take a David, look at it? David, let me give you a little sage
1: advice. No man's an island. Okay, chief. You know who delivered a... You a chiefed chief to, me? At 913,
2: you're oh, chief what the hell, me? why
1: not? This is it. It's Christmas week. Uh, Con Iwer, last night. Sean Connolly, great number. David, frozen foods. Yeah. And Slim Jim. Millennials love beef jerky.
2: They do. I don't understand that. They love beef.
1: They love frozen food. Why? Because they're cheap as all get out. They're frugal. And they love beef jerky.
2: By the way, Hunch Tomatoes is one of your
1: personal favorites, I'm sure I have when I was growing up. Chef Boyardee
2: improved. Well, you know, you know, me and Chef Boyardee go way back. Yeah. The chef and I spent a lot of time together in my 20s. Did they? Oh, a lot,
1: yeah. I didn't. I did too. Well, look, yeah. we served
2: my. You know, we. How about Tang? We went back to Tang. Yeah, I Astronauts used it. I would. My diet was basically Chef Boyardee and Chips Ahoy cookies. Did, did your. All of mother, my buddies can attest to that. That's what The stove down? actually was never opened. Did your. Mo- actually, I'm on TV right now, sir.
1: Um, did you. Um, did your mother water down the Welch Welch's grape
2: juice? Uh, no. And then no, tell you we, that we that weren't we, poor? Don't worry. No, just we had, everyone We them. had Hawaiian punch. Yeah. Remember that? Okay. You know what that did to me. All right. Coming up, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin, as Congress gets ready to vote on the USMCA. Up next, though, we're going to have Jim's Matt Dash, and we'll count you down to the opening bell. All right, let's get to a mad dash. There's a down to the opening bell. We've got about 13 minutes before we get started with trading here at the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, I like to still call it Google, but its name is Alphabet. bear uh, has got a little sense of humor. They
1: call it Google, the other e-commerce powerhouse, kind of like the, the other white meat pork, which you know is in the news. David, this, did you know that Google has that this bear piece, one-third share of U.S. e-commerce? I read this as a good and bad piece. This piece says that their alphabet is incredibly powerful. Now, there'll be some at- at- state attorney general who reads this and says, you know what, I want to be governor, and goes after these guys. Not unlike, David, the state's attorney general trying to block the merger that you're covering. Right. I mean, this is th- too powerful. Alphabet is too
2: powerful. What, uh, what's, well, I'm sorry, one-third of e- what well, are they referring third? to? What does that mean? Well,
1: just kind of, they just and all the transactions, but... uh, add product innovation with poor of G's. She's the CFO. I'm aware who she is. She's a genius. She's a genius. Her father was, uh, was uh, escaped from the Holocaust uh, w- without ever going to finishing college, was a professor of physics and then computer science. Helped start the computer science department at Stanford. How great is she?
2: If you say so, she I don't, is, I don't, don't really great. know Ruth very well. Well, you better, you better get on the she, darn case. Uh, she's face. not really particularly interested. But I, uh, but I will tell you that, as Little you Pinders well know, you. The important change there is that neither one of the founders is going to be involved in the day-to-day operations of the company any longer. Yeah, founders. Any, yeah, any yeah. anything in the note about that? No, it's just. there's just that uh really takes over fully, and Pinch- whether or not those new bets are going to be de-emphasized in some way. Pinchai really not not
1: really mentioned in this thing, uh, but I remember the the word is David that there will be just dis- more discipline. And they won't just decide to lose. Autonomous vehicles, Waymo, that's the real problem. David, they have to do a gazillion simulations. No one even knows how they do uh, on black ice.
2: Okay, I didn't know that either. Well, back to Tesla, which has got really oh God, no 420. real drive conditions. 420. All those cars out there. Ever since Musk stopped tweeting, that stock started going I'll up. tell you, I know you're right. That's when I got behind it. Every non-tweet has been working. I got behind it, big all right, there's a look at Alphabet, as you see it right behind my head there. By the way, don't forget Stephen Mnuchin. He's the Treasury Secretary of the United States. He'll be our guest in the 10 o'clock hour. We saw a squawk on the street this morning. we got a lot more for you, including an opening bell 10 minutes away.
5: Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Methane management is a critical part of achieving a lower carbon future. Chevron is taking action to keep methane in the pipe. Their 2028 Upstream Methane Intensity target is set to be 53% below the 2016 baseline. They're committed to evolving facility designs and operating practices. And they've trialed over 13 advanced detection technologies, including drones and satellites. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com methane. CNBC has quick and easy to understand business news updates at the open midday and close every weekday. Markets, money, and more from Wall Street to Main Street. I'm CNBC's Jessica Ettinger. Follow and listen to CNBC Business News Updates wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hi, right, there's a look at futures. Of course, we got an opening bell eight minutes away. We are looking for a up open, as you can see right there, at least, if the futures hold. We'll see. You're watching CNBC Squawk on the Street. We're live from the financial capital of the world. Yes, it still is, I think it's fair to say, New York. We'll keep saying it is, even if it's not. We got an opening bell about four and a half minutes from now. Um, you still think New York's the financial capital of the world? Yes, well, no, I actually think it's London. Okay.
1: You need it in between. It's When I was at Goldman, the book was passed from Asia.
2: Even with Brexit, you think it's going to be London? Well, no, that's a very good point. Yeah.
1: Um, it's just that I just feel like that, uh, this is the China versus U.S., where the book is passed. If you were in London, you'd probably have the best Because you handle. got both. Right. You'd have the best handle yeah. on things. Unless you get up at 3.30 like I do and have a handle on it.
2: Yes, you do. My uh-huh. eye doctor
1: yesterday said, I've got to end that. It's just my eyes are open too long a day.
2: Your eyes are open and your mouth is open too much, too. You talk too much and you look at too much. I canceled radio. You know, I had a contract with Les Moon that was there I mentioned. him, uh, And I had to get out
1: of it yeah. because uh, my, my ENT person counted the words I was saying each day. I was saying 15,000 words a day. The average American can only say 10,000. So I was developing
2: nodes in my throat. That's what they can say. Not, not that they do so. No, but 15,000 words. Most Americans th- probably only say a few thousand words. Right. You're saying 15,000. Right and you're up since 3:30. Given how long you've already been awake, Jim. Yes. Uh, what do you think the key to the market's going to be this morning? I don't want to repeat the micron, but you know what I'll do? David, I'll do something negative
1: because I don't I think okay. the market's overbought here. Okay. I'm going to do the shortfall in a restaurant that you know that I'm sure you like as I do, Olive Garden mm. at Darden. And uh, you know, people are looking for literally twice what Gene Lee was able to get you at Olive Garden. And so we're looking for implications. There's a conference call going on right now. So what I'm going to say, since I don't think the market is, I think the market's in a tepid mode, uh, it's a sales miss and higher meat costs. And because, and you know why? The theme that I keep giving you African swine fever. People do not understand that, hit, that this is decimating hog herds all over the world. Not Except, here. No, because we have biosecurity. And it's causing food to go up in price. Now, remember, even Communist Party regimes, which everyone says uh, General Xi is so powerful, you know, they call him the king over there, Mm. um, are susceptible to food inflation, a la Tiananmen Square. So let's stay close to food inflation. Yes. And hope that Zoetis finds a cure to this airborne, highly contagious, contagious. almost like the stand illness. Never forget the Lincoln tunnel scene in the
2: the, uh, book The Stand. I won't forget that, and it. as you point out, and have made people aware of, it is a very significant issue. This swine flu, no, particularly in China, where even the farmers are burying the pigs too too close. That's how contagious it is. Too close. Why? And we... therefore, it's still this is not talked about enough. It
1: could be the re- you know, this is the reason why they're going to have to spend forty billion. The Chinese, because they
4: eat
2: a lot of poor. yeah. Well, well, we'll talk to the Secretary of the Treasury about those targets for the agricultural purchases. Jim, uh, Boeing's that would been enough. Be great up- to do. What? That would be great to ask uh, Secretary Mnuchin. I think I will. We okay. can ask him that. I-, I wanted to hit Boeing briefly before we get to the opening bell. Philip confirming President Trump had a phone conversation with CEO Dennis Mullenberg prior to the suspension of the 737 MAX production. Mullenberg told the President the halt will be temporary and there will be no layoffs. We know all that. Um, How do they have no layoffs? I My, mean, are they ever going to have a cash flow? I think flow? many people are wondering, frankly, when it comes to Mr. Mullenberg, who's going to be the CEO after him?
1: Well, David, I don't know. I mean, this stock, certainly not because of the stock,
2: which holds up incredibly not, well. Not because of the stock. No. But it, it's, it's, it's still hard to imagine he keeps his job. I don't like to speculate on that. Can, sure. Really? I can't get you to, you'll talk about virtually anything. 15,000 words worth Yeah, but not that.
1: I don't I mean, you
2: don't want it. He's trying.
1: Okay. He's trying. Right. Now I know that the, late, the, uh, the former great uh, coach Parcells would say, "I don't want trying. I, I want wielding." <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, look, the guy tried to join the show. Might as well clap. I know. Yeah, that was interesting. Well, all right, there it is. The claps are uh, building here. Of course, we are going to get an opening bell. You can see the real-time exchange back at uh, our headquarters in Angle, Houston, New Jersey, here at the big board as we get ready. Two, one, imagine. a central with and over the NASDAQ. And Stone, that's
1: David, I want to just point something out. Please, the moment the bell rang, Tesla started going up. I mean, it's 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 habitual at this point. 420 code 420, 2150, and 2280. Come in, please. You you're positive on Tesla. Well, you yeah, I, you, am. I, because I you... found they have earnings. He's no longer antagonizing the the SEC, and uh, the other guys are having trouble making the product. I happened to drive in the X and thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And my when, wife loves the flatulence button. When did you drive in the X? Uh, um, six weeks ago when the stock was uh, the stock was much lower and that's when I had to go positive because it was one of the greatest experiences. Thank yeah, you, Amy know, Chang,
2: board member of Procter and Gamble and, it, and at Cisco. I, I, we've all had opportunities to talk to people who own the product or and or drive in it. I don't own one, uh, obviously just but You've never even driven That anymore. is not true. I drive all the time. You do? Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's new. It's I news. news. I do news I mean, that you not do during something. the day, but on the weekend. news that you do something. <laughs> Very little. As little as possible.
1: have you ever been to the Burlington near you?
2: I've never been to a Burlington. You don't even know what a bargain is, dude. Oh, I know what a bargain is. Mm. Yeah, you know what a bargain is? Not buying anything. Well that's you. Yeah. That's you. That's me. See this suit, Dave? This Brioni one hundred and eighty count? You wouldn't catch me.
1: It's worth all ten of your suits. So I think that's important to point
2: out. <laughs> it's very important. David, let's, let's keep point going. Let's keep
1: Let, going. Let's just keep going. Intel can't make the chips, David. That's one of the takeaways from the Micron. Okay. It's happy again, which you know what's going to impact? HP.
2: And you haven't commented on HP and We haven't talked about HP and Xerox. It's not as though it's not ongoing, but I, I don't have a lot of news at this point in terms I think of Xerox's. is I don't know how they make the quarter. Conti- you don't know how HP I'm makes the quarter. Not with Intel
1: still not making enough chips. I do think there's another reason to buy Lisa Su. What did they just they cut
2: back on their PC production? I mean, they, they just can't, can't make it.
1: It's like they're having a production problem, a yield problem. Right. So uh, what you're going to see is uh, AMD is going to go up again. NVIDIA is going to go up again because people now feeling that the EU said yes to the Mellanox NVIDIA deal. And therefore,
2: we think that the Chinese suit. Still now, waiting on the Chinese. Now, we got phase one, so one would expect that the prospects for antitrust yes. approval from SAMR, that is the organization in China that rules on these yeah. things, would be it, improved. And Jensen Wong promised me it would. I know he did.
1: That was a long video? time ago. I know. He said it would be the first quarter. Yeah. NVIDIA continues to go up, David, because of a series of deals they're making with Chinese companies and because of gaming. Mm-hmm. Tencent Games took down a lot of their chips. Nvidia, of course, is a marvel. Yep. They do art. One of the things that was so funny on the micro—not funny, but you can ask Sanjay. assume we will have artificial intelligence chips. Right. Soon, I mean, the artificial intelligence chips that Sanjay that um that, that Jensen has already—they're the ones. Remember what I told you? I not unlike the scene in *Manchurian Candidate*. Go jump in a lake, and and then you know Frank Sinatra. And then you have to watch Lawrence Harvey go jump. He jumps in a lake. Um, they understand that that's. Uh, hyperbole and
3: it's
2: uh, idiom. Mm-hmm. Idiom. You're starting to understand a lot of things. In fact, yesterday I was at a conference where one gentleman offered the idea that um, within 10 years you're going to have sitcoms created by machines and acted by machines. In other words, things that look like human beings but aren't actually <laughs> human, that <laughs> David, are creations. David, listen to me. And Sunshine, listen to me. Uh,
1: when I was out with, with uh, Jensen, he told me, he said, listen, Jim, in a couple years, this will happen, five years. Let's say you are bored or you don't want to go out. You can create a virtual cocktail party of people you like. So he said, let's say you like Beethoven. You can put people in the room who know all about the sonatas. He said, let's say you like poetry. You can put people in the room who are poets. They're yours. They're your creations. They're your simulations. not unlike what Elon Musk called me. But that'll be real. Wow. Be like, hey, you so know what? Be- I really like the I like the uh, oh the joy. It'll be the Yeah. You said in a few years, you, second you don't generation have to Star deal Trek. with any the millennials yeah. who hate people to begin with will just create people they like and text them. Jensen Wong, he's so much smarter than everyone else. You know what? When you're out there, David, yes, they when- don't say that Mark Zuckerberg's smarter than everybody. No. They say that Jensen Wong's the smartest man on earth. On earth. On earth. Seven plus billion people. Honor. And he's the smartest. owner. And he's the coolest, by the way, wears a black jacket. does wear wait. that
2: cool black jacket. I like him. I'm going to say this. It's the year of Jensen Wang, 2020. Right, really? Yeah. Because uh, 2017 was a pretty good year, right? It's what the year of the... Jensen <laughs> Wang. The stock was up so <laughs> much. He, he is so great that, you know, I named my dog NVIDIA. I'm aware of the dog's name,
1: right. yes. yes. Uh, do you know that Jensen Wang gave me an IT card for the joke? He said he could come and go all he wanted.
2: No. Um, speaking of chips, this Broadcom story from yesterday. In give, fact, i have been I'd been working on it $10 as well. It's not going to be ten. Why but not? They are. They do have the RF business. They, they listen and they kind of telegraphed it in the last earnings call. And even if you go back two earnings calls ago, when they had the shortfall, remember? Right. Um, but they are segregating the sort of the financials and repositioning the financials, sort of creating what was a non-core part of the financials for this wireless RF. Okay. Um, Apple's the big buyer or low one of the margin, big David. buyers. Low margin, margin. Um, you got there on the phone? Nothing. nothing. Well, um, then why'd you look at it? Because I wanted to make sure it wasn't something significant. Well, you significant. had a guy trying to shake my hand. Yes, You're but, making phone calls. No, this could be well, news. Then David, this is TV. It's text. This is All right, news go by take text. it. I can take it no, from No, here. no, no. I was explaining to you what's going on with Broadcom. I'm okay. going to continue to. It's so low margin. Listen. You think It Apple? is low margin. No, I don't think Apple's a buyer. You mean Corvo? Corvo may not want more exposure to Apple. Skyworks? Oh, same Not thing. want more exposure to. Well, who would want more? And tax, so this $10 billion dollar number that was insurance? in the Wall Street Journal story, um, maybe Qualcomm, I don't know. Qualcomm uh, would be a natural. But, Qualcomm has so much cash. But well, it may be overstating it. $10 billion is not the number I'm hearing. Uh, now, there are some other questions about the Wi-Fi business and what they'll do there. Again, uh, Apple, uh, from what I understand, even though you, they, you could argue they were interested in vertically integrating, not here. Mm-hmm. And here they're interested in diversifying their supply base. Hence, they're not going to be a buyer.
1: Potential any, buyer. any problems with Chinese regulation on that? Or if don't know. No, don't know. That's very low. intake low yeah. And you can
2: see it's having absolutely no impact whatsoever so on the stock price. So then why did, you, why did it, you just spend two and a half minutes on it? Because it's important and it was out yesterday, so it may have sent the stock up yesterday. That's what I kind of you know.
1: So. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. I, I can I can deal with that. General Mills, David.
2: Yeah. Had
1: a number yesterday that actually you know Blue Buffalo. I don't yeah. Know Blue Buff- Buffalo did Weasel. very well. General yes, Mills. Yes. Sixteen percent. It's the first, David. Pet. This is the year of pets. Alonco upgraded today. A very important upgrade. It is time to buy Alonco. Why? Because Alonco is humanization of pets. It's a Bank of America deal. They say they might be early. But, David, they bought the buyer product. Buyers probably, are they as good a seller as they are a buyer?
2: Man, Uh, I don't know. They're the worst buyer. Of the year? Buyer is the worst buyer. I like that. They are. I I mean, what we're talking about is the Monsanto deal, of course, which was a complete disaster for the German company that we like to call Bayer as opposed to Bayer.
1: Yeah, like Bayer aspirin. Right. Uh, Okay, so David, there was a a ruling in uh, in the Fifth Circuit yesterday about the ACA. Yeah. Uh, And what they basically did is they punted, they pushed out the final. Okay. Excellent for Centene, which is nearing its high. Uh, and the whole group is rallying. People thought the group might go down. That was wrong. Point that out. People are thinking it's going to be analog devices with RF. That's not true. We did ConAgra. We did General Mills. We did. We haven't talked about the NASDAQ hitting a new all-time high. Well, it's not unlike what happened during the last impeachment. That's true. That was the beginning of the NASDAQ taking off. A lot of the big stocks, Qualcomm was up huge. Remember, Qualcomm had that... Thousand percent, two thousand
2: oh percent. Oh, right? God, time was up a thousand percent during that period. It all, it all yeah. March 10th, two thousand is when it peaked, I believe. No, March, March 15th. Yeah. It was March 10th. March 15th. March 10th. I think it was March 10th. I think that was the
1: Nasdaq peak. Okay, David, I want to talk First about... First peak, not what? the second peak. I want to talk about something. This is the second peak. I want peak. to talk about well, we two know. stocks that are stalwarts during that period. Johnson & Johnson, yes. AAA balance sheet. Barclays yes. says it's time. Okay. I'm waiting for another talc, you know, assault by Reuters, who probably doesn't want to see this at a high. They're very good reports, actually. And then David Barclays upgrades Cisco. Yeah. Why is... Now, this is very great. Do so, you know that Cisco is one of the top five stocks to buy during the trial of President Clinton? And, and here we go. Cisco, Barclays could be one of the top five stocks to
2: buy Green impeach the impeachment There's really nothing analogous Trump. between that and this period now, is Not there? Not at all. No, I none. just thought that I just liked it. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I none, understand. none whatsoever. Um, did you happen to see yes. this um, Instagram video that's been making the rounds recently of a cab driver who asked the guy in the back about what he did? Um, if you have it, can you yeah, we, it? Yeah, he was a hedge fund manager. It was actually taken a couple of months ago, but it only recently sort of started making the rounds. Have you heard of this guy? Uh, he's a UK-based fund well, manager. Can we watch it? Yeah, we can watch it. Name's Michael Platt. Fascinating, particularly I, I when you make some of the statements that he did. Uh, but take a look, because this, is, uh, this has been something that's been sent around a lot recently.
0: So my name is Michael Platt. And I'm, I must admit, it's an honor to be in the back of your taxi. In the world of finance, I'm the highest-earning person in the world in finance. You're the highest what? Earning person in the world in finance. Wow. In the world. So explain that to me. So I'm a hedge fund manager, and I've transformed my fund into um, a personal investment vehicle because we made such high returns. Wow. And now it's... um. But it's, on the, it's, on the, it's on the internet, on Forbes.
1: There you have it. Uh, this was paid for by Elizabeth Warren. Uh, now, that guy, who is a, obviously a Britisher, is, yes. uh, clear, clearly has a humility problem. But that's the kind of thing that, you know, you know Elizabeth Warren's sitting there trying to find the top ten
2: people who might rival him. That man
1: had hubris.
2: He claims it was a joke, but it didn't, it didn't I, feel I, that I didn't way. Feel, it
1: didn't feel that way. No, anymore. it didn't
2: feel that Are way. But yeah, well, what know. he was doing in the back of a... A car that wasn't his own being driven by his own driver, I don't know. If you're the Do man you who made the most poor, money in finance. Does it reflect poorly on Mark
1: Zuckerberg? Why? Because that's what New York Times would say. Everything reflects poorly on Mark Zuckerberg. Everything. Sasha Baron Cohen. You bring up Sasha Baron Cohen a lot. Well, because I found that speech chilling. That's the aid. By the way, we should point out leadership. that
2: Facebook shares are outperforming the broader market quite significantly this morning, up 1.2%, Jim. The NASDAQ. How's the
1: piece from Grubhub today uh, by uh, Can Genuity that I disagree with entirely because of your friends at uh, Masasan's shop? DoorDash. Yeah spend anything. And then, David, I want to take a moment just to say what an idiot I am. I thought that Rite Aid would have a shortfall. That was completely and utterly wrong. As uh, as horrible as that hedge fund manager was in terms of hubris, yes. I'm going to go down into the depths of a, a hell's half acre and say that I was wrong. I didn't count Rite Aid.
2: Yeah, if you were lucky enough to have bought shares of Rite Aid yesterday, you're up 34% today. Now, you the know, market value me, of this of company is, is still below a billion close. dollars. We know the struggles it's had, but they did have a far better quarter. Previously.
1: And a lot of that date by what by the way, David, was same store sales, 30-day equivalent, grew 2.8% front end, only up one percent. Uh by the Lisa Gill, who is a genius, who's a JP Morgan, raised her price target dramatically for CVS. That's Charlie Victor. Uh, not um, not that's not uh Backish, who you crushed the other day in the interview did
2: not crush him. You you Viacom shares have been rallying lately. In fact, it's about having a very good week. Flow. Up a two, Up 2.6% 2. today. It's retracing a lot of, making up a lot of the losses it had right after they did the deal. Actually, no. It's up ever since Cherry Redstone was seen in the box with, with Robert Kraft. With Robert Kraft a, game a game they lost.
1: A game they lost. Like Not unlike the games they're about to lose. Because it is Lamar Jackson's era. I've got some stuff in Lamar Jackson,
2: but we'll take it all right. over. You know what? Why don't you get that out, and I'm going to turn Dan to Passani. Dan Hurd, David. Okay, that's, that's great, Jim. That's the
1: story of the, of the year. And Dan Hurd. And now they're about, get, they're about to get Larry Kulp's Jess. Meanwhile, Colt Teflon. Oh, no, you can't say Teflon anymore because that's got that chemical that poisoned all the water. PFAS.
2: PFAS. Yeah.
1: All right, I'm going to let you take it over there, PFAS.
2: Let's get to Bob Pisani. We're going to talk amongst
0: ourselves here while you tell us what else is going on this morning, Bob. That's great. I'll distract everybody else while you guys figure it out. The important thing about today, we're still up. AD line still positive, although the leadership, the recent leadership, a little flattish. Let's take a look at the sectors. Uh, Communication services strong with Twitter's up today. Facebook, Netflix doing well. Uh, Consumer staples doing well. Conagra had very good numbers. It's pulling up consumer staples. Uh, Semi's flattish, although Micron, very importantly, good numbers. And talked about a bottoming in the memory chip business again we're looking for signs of bottom that overall is positive uh china has had a great month uh, emerging markets weaker dollar great month but you see here flattish giving back some of the the gains there uh december 19th last year do you remember that day this was the day the fed raised interest rates what was it the fourth time and what an ugly day. Look at this. This is December of last year, and here's where they raised the interest rates, and we just sort of cascaded down for the next several days going into, remember, December 24th? Ay, worst December 24th ever. Uh, we bounced a little bit. Well, we were down 11%. Uh, by this time, the close of December 19th last year, and of course a very different picture this year. S&P is uh, up one and a half percent here, put up for December here, and of course we're essentially sitting at new highs. Very, very different picture, completely in the opposite direction. Uh, one of the things that's happened that's very noticeable uh, recently uh, has been, let's call it a reflation trade. I don't want to go too far on this, but oil's up 10 percent this month. This is the month we're all we're over $60. Copper's up five or six percent. Oil and gas exploration production, which was uh, at the Bottom uh, for multi-year bottoms, uh, up 14 percent this month. Metals and mining stocks uh, have had a bounce. This is a modest reflation trade. I think that's fair to say. Global markets have looked better as well. Uh, the last couple of days we have come off 52-week highs, but emerging markets had a great, great uh, month overall. Uh, Europe was at 52-week uh, highs, just off of that slightly. Um, Japan also at 52-week highs as yields in Japan have essentially moved towards flat. Lining, that's quite a move up considering they were down in September significantly. Even uh, even European yields have moved to the upside uh, overall. Here in the United States, sectors here, semiconductors had a good month. Banks, great month as we've seen yields increase and the yield curve steepen. China, as I mentioned, up 6%. And here's the outlier. Industrial's down 1%. And here's where you've got to be very careful about market cap-weighted indexes, because the big stuff, when it has sector or or company-specific issues, really smacks around the indexes. Because if you take a look at what happened in the industrials for this month, uh, it's Boeing and FedEx. And if it wasn't for Boeing and FedEx, two companies with very, very company-specific issues, as we pointed out time and time again, all the other major global industrials are Stanley Black and Decker, your dear, Illinois Tool works. It's Caterpillar. It doesn't matter. They're all not only up this month, most of them are outperforming the S&P 500. So again, just be very careful when you look at some of these market cap weighted indexes. Overall, been a very, very different December. David, back to you.
2: Thank you, Bob. Bob Sandi. Let's head to the bond pits now. Check in with Rick Santelli at the CME Group in Chicago. Rick.
4: Good morning, David. Well, if you were to look at the data we brought out this morning, you would not think that yields would be firm, but they were actually firm before the data. We had a, definitely a soft uh, Philly Fed. Initial claims didn't fall as much as uh, those that are watching thought seasonal adjustments uh, uh, would account for based on Thanksgiving. But the whole month is basically holiday seasonally adjusted, and, and so we're not going to get our GPS. But whether you're looking at our markets and interest rates or across the globe, Long-end rates are rising, it isn't necessarily just fundamentals. There's a year-end effect, and, of course, uh, Riksbank, Sweden, kind of forsaking negative rates, which makes rates everywhere else more popular that are on the positive side. But nonetheless, we're moving higher. Look at a two-day of tens. See how we've taken out yesterday? Zoom it out to a week. We're testing levels we've seen a few times in the mid-190s, open it up to June. You can see we're about to break through the levels we haven't closed at since July. But I guess the reason I'm getting so excited is look at what's going on with boons. Here's a two-day of boons. Today they had an intraday trade of minus 20. Zoom out to November 1st. We took out that early November high-yield close, and as Bob was saying, you know, we're basically flat, approaching zero in Japanese government bonds, but yet that's higher. Well, minus 23 high in November doesn't sound high, but it is. And now we look to be taking that out, going back as we zoom to July. And if you zoom all the way year to date on Boons, you can see it's going to have room to breathe. We want to pay close attention to the spread between our 10s and Boons as the world recalibrates. And while all this is going on, one of the forces is, you know, whether it's junk bonds, triple C, or barely investment grade, triple A, everything is in vogue. We see the spreads. How much extra above treasuries investors are willing to take and it isn't growing it's shrinking and that is giving a a bit of a lack of bid actually to treasuries and some of these global sovereigns hence maybe some of the selling david and jim back to you okay
2: rick thank you Coming up, President Trump's post-impeachment economic agenda. We're going to have the Treasury Secretary, Stephen Mnuchin, join us. We'll discuss, of course, uh, the trade deal, USMCA, not just China. Hmm. Let's walk on the street. We'll be right back. So look at Micron, as you can see. Still up, though not as much as it was in the early going. This after it reported better-than-expected quarterly results. It is up more than 70 percent, that being the stock so far this year. Stay tuned. We're going to have yeah, an exclusive with uh, Micron CEO, Sanjay Morota. That is coming up on Squawk Alley. Up next, though, Stop Trading with Jim. All right, let's get to uh, Jim for a stop trading sometimes,
1: here. Sometimes I like to measure strength of a market by what happens in a downgrade.
2: Needham downgrades
1: Boston Scientific, a very good company, uh, they go to, to buy, moving from the conviction list, and it's barely down. The telco, uh, the, uh, I'm sorry, the medical device equipment stocks have all been on fire. A lot of that is because of the change in the tax. But it just shows you, you just don't short this market when it comes to the hot groups. BSX very good. Uh, a, a, a
2: Zimmer, Biomet, CBH upgrade. So, I mean, also potentially lumped in with the, with the Warren rally, as I like to call it, it as her Warren. poll numbers came down. So it much is, of health care yes. went up.
1: People don't understand that the bottom came in this group. Exactly when she peaked and it's been straight up and there UNH is the way to measure it. Because UNH is considered villainous because it's so big.
2: I am the UNH person and yes. I'm happy. Actually, well we're moving off UNH at Comcast, you know that, right? I'm not Oh you're not with us. No. Do yeah. you use Teledoc? No. No? You have your own health Tel- plan. Tel your own good. tailors, your mm-hmm. own suits. You're not part of the part of the plan at all. David, you know what feel this. it's like butter. Wow. Yeah, no. Mando Lakes is what I call it. What do you got soup. coming up uh, there, Mr. Soup on Mad Monday I've got
1: Emergent Bio Solutions. They make Narcan. I don't know, do you know what Narcan is? I do. Thank heavens, you know. I do. Wow. Robert Kramer, he is not related because uh, mine spelled with a C. Made at Packer, uh, the Packer Avenue. When you, Packer, when you got in from immigrants from Philadelphia. Got it. Right here, Oregon Avenue. You're here Eagles
2: tomorrow? You're here tomorrow. <laughs> David, I'm a fixture. Eyes open. I am a fixture, David. It's
1: all open. 15,000 words. 2,000 words a day. Try that at
2: home.
1: You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street.